Hello everyone and welcome back to Fair Talks. Today I'm with my two colleagues and we'll be talking to fashion influencer Nina Zeus. Nina is a staple in fashion weeks. You can see her on the front row in all major brand shows. She has an amazing personal style that we love, including a big selection of furs that she flaunts on her social media. We are very excited to have her today for a chat on fashion weeks, fur fashion and everything in between. Hi Nina, we are obviously big fans and happy to have you on with us today. Hi, thank you so much, guys, for having me. Right, so jumping straight into it, can you tell us which shows in Milan and Paris you've attended? Um, so this season, it was actually not, not of one of my usual fashion weeks. Um, I just attended Milan for one day, unfortunately, because I had jobs before and after. Also in Paris, I was just there for four days, but hey, it was still enough. Um, in um, Milan, I went to Armani, I saw Etro, I saw which always like they always do great things with for Etro. Yeah, um, I love it. <laughs> and um, in Paris, it was Mio Mio, it was Dior. Yeah, one of the few. What is it like to attend these fashion shows? Can you talk us through your day, what prep goes on, and behind the scenes? Any exclusives you can share with our listeners? So I mean, basically, it always looks like a lot of fun, right? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and, yeah, it is a lot of fun because you get to see great things, you get to meet nice people, which is amazing. It's very inspiring as well. But at the same time, it's very hectic. Like every single time after Fashion Week, I'm just exhausted for like two weeks. And most of the times I'm getting sick after. Yeah, <laughs> because what you're doing the whole day. Yeah, what you're doing the whole day is like literally just running around from show to show, show or appointment to appointment. And of course, in between, you also have like, uh, shoots and, and jobs and I mean all this content needs to be created right so it's not a thing that you I mean of course the Instagram stories for example you do undergo but everything else that's like videos and like also my Instagram pictures or my, my, my blog posts that often that everything needs to be planned so that's sometimes the problem. Like my day starts at something at six o'clock with like my hairdresser who comes over gets me ready for the day kind of and then, like, it's just, like, changing, car, changing again, <laughs> yeah. car, yeah. show, changing, shoot. Like, that's basically how it is, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I guess you're quite famous for your uh, car-changing Instagram stories, which <laughs> I always love to see because it brings some yeah. insights and reality back to that glamorous world when, well... Your followers exactly. can just see you, how you struggle getting dressed in the back of a car. <laughs> yeah, literally. Because honestly, everyone always just shows the nice side of it, right? But yeah. I mean, sorry to say, but in order to make it all and to not like be an hour late for everything, you have to like have your outfit in the car and change in the car. Because for example, especially in Milan, like it's it's a nightmare. Like even if the place is maybe just like, it's, Google Maps says, oh, it's 15 minutes away. Yeah, fine. Never going to happen. It's going to take you at least half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, so from the shows that you did attend and any trends that you've seen online, have you seen anything, that, any trends that you think are going to continue beyond this season? Have you seen any pieces that you've, on the runway that you've thought, I could wear that? Yeah, for sure. Like definitely the the, the um, floor length coats are going to be a thing next season again, which I absolutely love. It's right up my thing, my alley. Um, and as well, like what I found actually kind of interesting because Dior, like Maria Grazia, she's really doing kind of similar uh, collections since I think actually since she started now. And 
I think it's a cool thing because for the end consumer who actually buys it and who's investing in the pieces, it's very nice because they don't, you know, they don't buy a piece that's out mm-hmm. of season next next year. So uh, she kind of she kind of keeps everything similar with the high waisted the belts, the transparency, and yeah, that I really like that actually. This fashion month has seen a positive fur movement and as we've mentioned, many brands were showing natural fur throughout all fashion weeks. We also know that you're a proud wearer and supporter of natural fur. What are people's reactions towards you? Uh, The first time I actually showed it on Instagram, I mean, I've been wearing fur my whole life, but the first time I showed it on Instagram, um, the reactions were actually like very mixed. Like I had people who, of course, let me say, hated against it, but but I also had people who were kind of supporting it. And um, the first time I actually really went out there and I, uh, you know, said, like, this is actually a good thing. It's sustainable. It's not like, because all this fake fur is basically intoxicating the environment as well in a different way, right? So, you know, I'd rather take, like, like, proper fur and be sustainable sustainable with it. And um, so, yeah, the first time I said that out loud, I got so many messages where people were literally telling me, oh my God, Nina, finally someone who's like takes the other side and who's mm-hmm. like literally fighting for it in a different kind of way. So I, I was very surprised and I really liked it. And I was like, wow, I really kind of have like a monopole here. Like I really, because I was just brave and I said it out loud, kind of what I think a lot of people were thinking. Yeah, and so you say that you get these reactions from people online, and is that any different to the ones that you get, like, on the streets when you're wearing fur? Actually, not not really. Like, I sometimes I have people, especially if I wear, like, a, a really, like, you know, attention-seeking coat, like, let me say, Red Fox, for example, which, like, everyone can see straight away that it's, that it's proper fur. Yeah. Then sometimes I have people... Um, who are telling me, oh, is that real for? Well, that's not good. But honestly, nothing too bad ever. How do you like, react to uh, that when people say that to you? I, honestly, I say, I'm sorry that you feel that way, um, but I have my reasons, basically. Yeah. So, you know, like, I'm always very straight up, straightforward mm-hmm. with it. Um, but, I, I mean, there's also other people who have different opinions, so that's also fine, you know. Everyone yes, has of course. To do it's good that we have you life. sort of educating people as well about why you choose to wear natural fur. Yeah, for yeah, me, well, I feel like you're I'm... part of a new wave of fashion influencers who are using their position for sustainable fashion. So other people like Olivia Palermo, Brian Boy, <laughs> Filippo Fiora, um, Eleonora Carisi, yeah. you see these... Um, fashion influencers that are using their position to actually educate their followers rather than just jump on the PR bandwagon of hating fur all of the sudden. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that's also what influencers are for. Like, no one should just always do what everyone else does. I mean, we're here to have different opinions and to put these different opinions out there, I think. Exactly. Yeah, so I think it's just nice that you are accepting also the social responsibility you have because yeah. a lot of people see what you're doing they're following you they're copying your style which includes wearing fur and do you feel yeah. the pressure you have there and do you think people's perceptions are changing towards fur um honestly um i think it's quite a fight that we have in front of us yeah. yes um because especially like I think California was it in the States who completely mm-hmm. banned fur. And, um, you know, 
yeah, I get it. <laughs> but at the same time, like no one really uh, thinks about the topic properly. So like now what's happening in the fashion industry, everyone is starting creating these fake furs, which, yeah, of course, they, they look good by now and they really have figured it out, no, no doubt. But at the same time, like all the toxins, <laughs> all this stuff, what they create, what they put out in the environment just to create this kind of fake fur is so much worse than actually, and I'm going to just say it because that's how it is, killing the foxes that have to kill, that have to be killed anyways because they're bad for the forest. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, ecological Germany, reasons and... Exactly, ecological reasons. Like in Germany, for example, in Schwarzwald, <laughs> we have... Uh, we have like 3,000 foxes that need to be killed every six months because otherwise they're, they're like, they're too much, you know, and they're like, they're killing the rest of the animals there. So in order to keep the environment kind of healthy, they have to do that. Yeah, and of so course it what's would just... going to happen with all the furs, you know? Yeah, it would be a shame to throw them out. I think there were studies, uh, studies showing that a lot of these skins then were uh, dispersed, which obviously is not great, so... I think it's just the only sustainable and conscious decision to use what what's already out there. What's there. Yes. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. Which brings us on to our next question nicely. Um, there is a perception with influencers that you'll promote anything for the right price. But I mean, after talking to you, I feel like we already know your next answer to this question, but I'll ask it <laughs> anyway. Um, so do you feel a responsibility that you're to be honest and genuine with your followers about what you're promoting? Hundred um, percent. I think that I mean I started this whole influencer thing um, literally out of because I'm just a person I love fashion and I have my own style. And uh, when I started, I actually started because all my friends were always like kind of harassing me, like Oh Nina, like what are you wearing? Like tell me where you got this from, etc. And um, I was just like on a certain point, actually, my best friend she was like Nina tell more people. I'm sure more people want to know than just us. Yeah. And I mean, that was like, of course, a huge compliment. And then <laughs> on a certain point, I started. And um, yeah, so I was like, always like, I am me and I know what I like. And I have these followers because they kind of like what I do. So I guess they're going to be happy with like anything that I promote. But I mean, of course, as long as I'm genuine to it. But I think that's the most important thing. That's why I, hope, why I started it, to inspire people, you know. Yes, and also we, we all know you currently live in London, but are originally from Germany. And I myself, I'm also from Germany, living in London at the moment. So for me, it would be really interesting to hear if you think that there's a difference in how people <laughs> perceive and react to fur in Germany and in the UK or maybe even in all these other countries you travel to. Mm. It, it it depends. <laughs> so it depends if you're like uh, uh, in the in the north of Germany or in, yeah. the, in the south. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, in Munich people are very used to seeing fur on the streets. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting actually. Like example, if I'm in in Berlin or something, mm. like then I I I have like the reaction to fur is actually not that great. Mm, okay. um, even though people always say like Berlin is a city where no one cares about nothing that you wear <laughs> but I mean it's certainly not like that um, but in London for example I never had and not even comments like I think people are very into fashion here and like they're very they accept anything you would wear I feel 
you know, and in Germany, they're like a little German journalism or, yeah, how could I say? Yeah, I guess people aren't that everything. open-minded and sometimes not even that respectful than here. Mm-hmm. For I mean, sure. even on my yeah. way into work today, actually, I saw people in different fur coats that were 100% real. Um, yeah. So I do think that people are more willing to wear fur than maybe the media would have people believe. Agreed. Very true. 100, 100%, yeah. And also, that's, that's definitely. I realised I, I own a fur coat as well. And I got so many positive comments and I was actually surprised because I was like, oh, I'm wearing fur now. Like, how is it actually to do this? Mm. And people were generally like, oh, this is so nice. It looks so soft. Is this real fur? And really yeah. appreciative. Yeah, 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 for sure. And did you yeah, get that yeah, coat I in Germany? Think... Sorry. Oh, yeah, I got that yeah. coat in Germany. <laughs> I bought it from eBay Kleinanzeigen, like a second hand. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, and it's great. It's a great vintage fur coat. And it is a great coat. We've seen it. <laughs> Can you tell us when you first started to wear fur? Do you remember the first one you've received or brought? And how did it make you feel? Um, so honestly, my mom actually got me into it because she has a few fur coats. And it's also like from her mom. So like literally fur coats have been going from generation to generation. And uh, the first little coat that I got was uh, from my mom that used to be hers. And I still have it. I still wear it. I still love it. And that's the beauty of natural fur, isn't it? You can pass it down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just lasts forever. If you take care of it, you know, it's it's there. And um, so, yeah, that was the first time. And I remember because, like, I I grew up in Spain and I moved to Munich, actually, to Germany. Mm And uh, suddenly I had these freezing cold winters <laughs> that I had to survive. Yeah, and literally the only thing that really, really keeps you warm and no one can deny it. No one who ever, like, who was ever wearing a fur coat can deny it. The only thing that really keeps you warm is a fur coat. I'm sorry to say. It's just, that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's the best for a cold winter, yeah. especially in Munich when yeah. it's snowing. That's one of yeah. the many like good qualities of natural fur, though, isn't it? How warm and durable exactly. it is. Yeah. Right. I think that wraps up today's episode. Thank you, Nina, for joining us on today's podcast. It's been terrific to hear about your personal experience attending fashion shows, but also about your personal experience with natural fur. We hope to catch up again in the future. Thank you so much, guys.